0: What have you been up to? <laughs> <laughs> um, is this week a blur for you? Because it's a blur for me. Yeah, I mean, I'm
1: like, I think I have tendonitis in my elbow—the one I hold my phone with. <laughs> I'm not joking. <laughs> I had to call my buddy, who's a, um, like a physical therapist and a chiropractor, and I was like, "What does it mean, like, if if like your elbow is hurting in this spot?" He was like, "Is it tender?" I was like, "Yeah." Is that tendonitis? He goes, "Yeah." <laughs> and I have to like roll it with a ball. It's literally from holding my phone. Are you kidding me? I'm glued to it right
0: now. This is no politics at the dinner table. I'm Tony Biancosino, And I'm Amit Prakash. This week, election week, uh, we're just going to, you know, talk through... Election month. Election month. Election years, it seems like. Um, We're just going to talk through what's going on right now and see uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly.
1: Yeah, or the ugly of the ugly and the good.
0: Yeah, that too. Let's do it. All right, so I don't know if you have like an agenda stuff to talk about. I kind of do. Um, I wanted to start with the good that's come out with this election. So, the one good thing is that this is a record turnout. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Right. So, that's, and that's not nothing. It's 160 million people, approximately, are going to have voted in this election, either early, absentee, or day of. Yes. um, Which is 65% of the electorate. Right. So,. It's good. I mean, it's nothing like, you know, like Sweden, like 80% show up and like, you know, like on, on like very standard, but it's better than usual because usually 50% or just a lower than 50% usually show up, which is kind of an indicator of how alienated people are. Yeah, but um, but that's great. That's great. And also because there has been a tried and true GOP strategy. Since at least the 1980s, to not get people to vote. Um, and I wanted to play a, a, a real quick clip um, from this guy, Paul Wyrick. Okay. I have you heard of this guy? I, I have not. Okay. So, Paul Wyrick is kind of like a, the godfather of the American conservative movement. Um, he was one of the founders of the, the Heritage Foundation, okay. all of these right wing think tanks, um, what ended up being called the Moral Majority um he's one of the co-founders of and so this is him this little clip um in in dallas in 1980 itself okay so it's a short clip let's just listen to it and we'll get back now many of our christians have what i call the goo goo syndrome good government they want everybody to vote i don't want everybody to vote Elections are not won by a majority of people. They never have been from the beginning of our country,
1: and they are not now. As a matter of fact, our leverage in the elections quite candidly goes up
0: as the voting populace goes down. So that's <laughs> been the, the explicit strategy. You right. know, this is this is at a huge uh, kind of like the proto-CPAC convention. Yep. Um, and so the fact that there's 160 million people turned out, that's like shoving it in the face of that approach i love that right i yeah. think that's awesome right um other things that i think that are positive looks like biden's poised to win right um are you we, saying it now you i oh yeah yeah i mean i i you know i've been saying this that it was going to be a squeaker from the beginning yes um that i
1: i well you felt trump was gonna win
0: i look i thought but for the pandemic, I think he would have won in a landslide. Oh, we agreed um, on that. We both thought that. Yeah. Um, and I
1: think most people think
0: yeah, that, uh, without I, a doubt. I, but I also think that what we're seeing now is something that I'd mentioned before, which is that the ideology and kind of cult of personality around Trump are as strong, if not stronger, than the pandemic itself. Mm. Right, that 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 is uh, a, like a political fever or something, I don't know. Um, the AP reported today that they looked at 376 counties with the highest rates of COVID and 93% of them voted for Trump, <laughs> right? So <laughs> that's an indicator, right? <laughs> Like Like that's, that's a sort of, you think, oh, well, you know, he's mishandling COVID. It doesn't matter, right? Like it doesn't, it doesn't matter. And I think that's, you know, that, that's something and we're going to have to struggle with, but I do think Biden's poised. To him. What do you, what do you think? Think oh, he's yeah, gonna, it's over. He's got on. it. I
1: mean, look, right now, Georgia, 98% of the votes in. Trump is up 0. 0.1. That's Georgia. Yeah. PA, 94% in. Trump's up 0. 0.6. And they're counting Philadelphia right now. Yeah. I see Pennsylvania probably going to Biden. Uh, Arizona, 1.5 now. It's over. Nevada, it's almost 1%. It's over to to Biden. It's over. And they know it's over, Um, which is why as soon as Michigan went, they were trying to sue to stop the vote counting. I mean, they know it's over, which is fantastic. Um, And people do need to realize, like, we're talking about the Electoral College right here, right? So everybody's like, I just can't believe it's this close. It's like, yes, you can. What Did you really think Wyoming and and Montana were going to go to Biden? This it's not close. The 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 popular vote now is like, uh, conservatively sp- speaking, I don't have the exact number, but five to seven million more that Biden's going to get. Yeah, Clinton got three million. Yeah, it's the highest since I think FDR.
0: Yeah, I think so. Like, that's are, huge, guys. Yeah.
1: Like let's let's stop pretending this is a close race. It's it it's a close race in the electoral college. But it's not a close race. This is a fucking blowout race.
0: People are I've seen projections basically saying that it's likely that, you know, whatever shakes out with the Electoral College that Biden is gonna comfortably win with fifty two percent of the popular vote. Right? Which is you know, that's that's pretty darn good. Yeah. Um and I wanted to actually talk about the whole not not like the ins and outs of the Electoral College because that's that's a whole other thing, but the whole i the whole problem and i think it this is what's being exposed with people becoming more sort of politically engaged and like scrutinizing the electoral process is that i don't know like people are seeing that in states so-called you know, the state that goes red. You know, this, this is a real problem, these distortions of these maps and stuff like that. Yeah, like if, yeah. like, imagine like Pennsylvania, right? Yeah. Pennsylvania, Austin. there's still an argument to be made that it could go red, right? Sure. That still means that 49% of the people there did not vote for Trump, right? Yeah. But yet it's sort of painted as a red state, right? Which is um, an Texas. absurdity, right? Texas it's an absurdity.
1: Was, Texas is probably going to be blue in five years from now. Texas.
0: Yeah, I mean
1: Texas was like in play for most of the night, and then obviously it went where it was going to go. But dude, B- Biden got forty six percent. He got so so. Donald Trump got five point eight million. uh Biden got five point two million in Texas. That's yeah.
0: that's good. That's very good. I know. I mean, my my point is that like the system of the electoral college which is all or nothing mm-hmm. completely distorts the political complexion of the country sure, itself. Sure. Sure. Right? Like we 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 write off Texas as like oh man they're cra- they always vote republican there are a bunch of republicans there when basically almost half are not. Yeah. You know. Um and so sometimes you see like Like liberal commentators who'll just write them off, like oh, they should make their own country. Those, but like actually, half of those people are like black and Latino and are like stuck in that state (laughs) with all these psychopaths who are who are uh, really just trying to like guarantee minority rule. Um, Well, it's
1: confusing, you know it it and it's part it's part part of it's the media's fault. Like we like to we like to push the divide. We it does feel like we're we're very divided right now because we are. I do think, politically speaking, the two parties are f- as far as they've ever been in my lifetime. I mean, they're—I I don't know how that happened because Trump's not even a Republican; he's nothing. Um, and it's tough because it's just gotten so ugly, right? You think when there's two hundred some odd thousand people dead, where the guy was—the way he handled COVID has just been terrible. Like, it's there's no def, there's it's indefensible, right? There is no. I was saying wear masks before Fauci said to. I'm an idiot. Like, I'm not the president. I was wearing a bandana because I'm like, it makes me feel safe. There's, it, I think it's going to do something. It's mm. not, It wasn't rocket science. This guy actively worked to debunk science with no evidence. And for me, it's like, all of these people that voted for him, like you just said, in these COVID, it's why there are people that will rise above. They'll run companies. They'll their next generation will do better than them because they can think. And then there are people that are just culty worker bees. They don't have a mind of their own. They just go with what feels good for them. Um, and unfortunately, what feels good for a good portion of this country right now is. Um, anger and hatred and ugliness that actually makes them feel part of something. And that's the big challenge going forward is you're up against at this point, a, a, a cult. This is no longer a Republican party. This is not a Republican party because if you look at the Democrat part, the democratic party, we all put our differences. We're having a civil war in the Democratic Party, right? Would you agree? Yeah, we're yeah. having it out, right? Like yeah. me and you are. Like we're voting for Biden. I couldn't be less enthusiastic if I tried.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but there's just no question. We rally behind him, and and by the way, the day he takes office, we have some demands, mm-hmm. right? It's I'm not I'm not getting a Biden flag. Fuck no. We've got demands. You you need to meet the progressives somewhere. Otherwise, get your ass out in four years. Seriously. So there's not this craziness, right? The the what brought the left together was Trump is destroying democracy and he's terrible for the world. He's embarrassing. Um, but for them, it's like there's not even a there's like a fake. Um, you know, we talk about all the time we shit on the Lincoln Project, but these are just people who just want power back. There's no real divide in the Republican party. There's no voices saying, "This is nuts, guys." Like, yeah. "Let's let's get him out of here and take our party back." That's what's shocking to me. It's still not happening. I'm I'm just shocked. I'm, I'm maybe maybe when when Nevada and Arizona are um given to Biden, maybe McConnell and these guys will step up and go, "It's over. This is the way the system works." I I, I don't have any faith that's going to happen, but Maybe they. Maybe when, this is when, what they're When you for? say over,
0: do you mean the the election that they'll? Yeah, say, yeah, that yeah, that they're that yeah. they're
1: going to say no. Yeah. It was a yeah. fair election. Nobody cheated. You right. lost.
0: Right. I think. I think, for the most part, you know, Mitch McConnell and company, they'll sort of follow that, right? They'll they'll because they want their own votes counted and all that. Um, so I think to a certain extent, we, we don't have to worry too much about them on that what they're not going to do is they're still going to dig in their heels on everything else and now that there's then that now like that's the transition to like the bad news which is the polls were wrong as we knew right. that this you know some big blue wave this big landslide uh I was looking at Nate Silver's 3 538 uh which I feel like they should just like close up shop at this point oh um three to four chance of Democrats taking the Senate the day of, and a 90% chance of Biden winning. Um, The chance of Biden winning is good, but it's not 90%, um, and they're just dead wrong on the Senate, right? And so one argument that the pollsters have made is that look, the polls are just a sort of picture that give you some idea of political sentiment. And right. they're not like scientific, or, or they're, 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 they're an art, not a science. Um, and, and, and think about them like you would think about football, right, like you know, like betting there, you know, like any given Sunday, anything could happen, right? So, right. you know, like, you know, whatever, you know, Trump wins 2016, whatever. Um, that may be all true, but then the question is like, what is the point of your existence? right what is the, what is the point of the polls if not just to perpetuate the polling industry right like, like the whole point of the polls that are thrown in our face constantly um, don't have that much value and have are pretty much consistently wrong um, and there I think there's some interesting sort of misperceptions about the Trump coalition I think that's the problem
1: what do you think, wh- wh- well, what do you think the problem with the polls are? I mean, I, like clearly polls have traditionally worked because there was no social media, there was no um, um, mobs, online mobs, right, where people are getting sucked into these things. It was kind of like you read the paper, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's all a debate, you kind of stuck with your party for the most part. Sometimes you would flip if, if there's a war going on, but um what what do you think? The, why are they not working? I mean, they're way off, right? Yeah, because, I because think because the I polls they, were a blue wave, and it was pretty confidently Biden was going in almost ten points ahead. Which is, I think
0: they have a very stereotypical idea of what a Trump voter is, mm-hmm. and that's a big problem. Um,
1: well, more white women voted for Trump this time than in two thousand sixteen.
0: So here's some things on what Trump did. Even if he loses, he may he's had some achievements even in his loss. Okay. Um, Go ahead. Yeah. So Trump won a greater share um, of GOP voters than 2016 period. So he grew his base, right? So it did not shrink. He's grown the base. Um, And he's gotten more minority votes than any Republican in 60 years.
1: Latino Uh, predominantly.
0: Okay. So one in three black men in the entire Midwest voted for Donald Trump. Damn. 26, and, and breakdown here, this is all from the AP, um, 26%, and so here's another sort of misperception is that, you know, Trump voters are all just dumb and uneducated, right? They, they don't know anything. They're poor and dumb. Um, Those are just a loud ones. by the arc, way. Yeah, archetypical, <laughs> like, rural voter, whatever, they're, you know, they're uneducated. So 26% of black men with a high school diploma or less voted for Trump but 20% and 24% with college degrees and advanced degrees voted for Trump. So more people, more black men with degrees and master's degrees and PhDs voted for Trump than the ones with less than uh, the high school diploma or high school diploma below, right? So that's another misperception. Then because of his explicit, you know, anti-Latino racism, obviously, you know, the Latino vote is a lock for Democrats, is the presumption. And now we have 32 to 35% of all Latinos voted for Trump, right? So in total, out of his entire votes, 26% came from minorities, that is to say one out of four of his votes is coming from minorities, right? Right. So that is not the picture of the Trump voter that's projected in the media and then what is driving the polling.
1: Right. No, what's driving, what, what, what the media is saying is it's white, white, white. Racist, racist, racist. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a big, that's really, that's Trump's poster, right? That is the poster. Which his fatal flaw is going to be that he and they clearly weren't even aware of this. He did not find a way to um, significantly tap into those statistics. Like he, I don't think they know that. I mean, they're obviously seeing it now, but if Trump would have known one of three black men in the Midwest and the the, the Latino statistic, he would have been shouting it from the top of the mountain. So that's the thing is that nobody knows. Forget the pollsters. I mean... Do you think it's that the loudmouths are so loud and polarizing that other people just don't want to be around them? But people kind of people kind of like
0: Trump's tough guy attitude. The tough guy attitude is very appealing to a lot of people. Sure, right? especially and, when you're and this you're is born and this, this is this is the other thing that's that's I think is misreported or misunderstood is that a lot of people you know believe that this is just um, organized anger right? That that's that's what the Trump movement is. There was was a line by an old GOP um, organizer from the 80s, and actually from the 70s, I think, uh, for Nixon and so on, who said, we organize discontent. That's what they do, right? That they they take angry people, they get them organized, and they become a sort of uh, an electorate to be reckoned with. Um, That might be true. That might be what they think they're doing. But if you actually read anything about carefully what people say about Trump rallies and things like that, the people who participate, right. they're really fun. Right. They really enjoy themselves. There's a sense of camaraderie and solidarity. Um, they feel like they're amongst people who know them and like them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it reminds me very, like there. It's, it's kind of like the teaching of Nazism, is that Nazism is often taught as like, you know, the scary, evil thing, right? Of course it was the, those things, But for actual Nazis, it was a great thing. It was like you're really happy, right? Right. They they literally had a program called Strength Through Joy in Nazi Germany, where people like Nazis would go on like boat rides together and stuff because it was just like so fun, right? And so what this is missing is that the Trump movement creates kind of a sense of happiness amongst these people who maybe you know are not getting it in other places, yeah. Um, And 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 and. Just looking at it as like, oh, this is just you know angry, poor, dumb white people, um, misses a lot and is not going to. If if they continue with that kind of analysis, um, and base their politics around it, it's not going to go well. No,
1: no. I mean, look, the the mere fact that we're still here on Thursday night, we 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 all think Biden got this right. We're, we're pretty confident, yeah. but we're not popping the champagne yet. Yeah. Because Trump's not accepting this, he's already saying he's getting robbed. Yeah, that they're stealing the election. Yeah. Um. So you know, like like we have like we've said, been saying, most of our guests have been saying this is going to be a multiple week, if not month, ordeal. Yeah. If anybody thinks Trump's going to go out there and concede in the next
0: week, you're out of your fucking mind. Yeah. Um, Remember what Lawrence Douglas happening. said, yes. which is December eighth is the date. Yes, that's that's the date that matters because all of the certifications for each state have to be in that date. So they're going to fight tooth and nail all sorts of lawsuits, this, that, and the other. And apparently, I was I was just reading about this that you know you don't necessarily know this. I didn't know this. That every time there's an election, (laughs) there's a ton of lawsuits that that everybody contests it. But you know, it's like very low key, and you know it's nitpicky stuff often not that you know so they stole the election from me right um, right 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 this so, is a this is a flat out there's a conspiracy
1: right that i'm getting robbed right and people are believing it like you know the the the, the loud mouth crazies that that trump attracts are rallying i mean i i i I wouldn't be shocked if you see some violence go down. I mean, I think that there are people actively preparing for violence. I don't, I'm not saying that like ringing the alarm bells here, Mm -hmm. like everybody arm up. I think it'll be small and I think the local law enforcement or government or, 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 you know, National Guard will take care of it. But why not? These, they're, he's pushing these people to do it. You have these Fox pundits pushing these people to do it. It's disgusting yeah
0: it's um that whole militia movement is another kind of like informal political force yeah that uh we're gonna have to deal with uh in some way and and the problem is is that the cops love them right? yeah it's, they like, love them. it's like they they see them as like deputies basically yeah. um and they're gonna be the ones tasked to with you know dealing with them the other big problem is, is that they're really heavily armed so who wants to deal with them you know it's like yeah. i don't know um it's a it's a it's a bad logic that they're that they're allowing to unfold there with allowing these guys to come strapped um uh to all these protests because you know it's demonstrating that if you come armed yeah the cops aren't gonna mess with you yeah you know um I don't know so I'm very I'm cautiously optimistic I sure think, you know Biden, Biden's got this um, the problem is is that is he is he gonna be kind of like a lame duck because they don't have the Senate and you know the the Grim Reaper is still in power right yeah and Mitch McConnell has said he's just gonna block everything sure yeah I mean
1: look we, we've been saying this is an election nobody should want to win it's you're getting handed a mess i mean we are and we have another year of mask wearing i mean yep. definitely yeah um, which which trickles into the economy tanking and real estate and people losing their homes and getting evicted and, and, and growing anger and trump is not going to go away if he if he does indeed leave or is forced to leave he will be a talking head um destroy you know leading his army still so uh, it's they inherited a horrible, horrible, horrible um, situation. So uh, yeah, I think he's gonna be a lame duck. I think, I think what they need to do is just get in there and make noise. I don't think there's any I don't think there's playing nice. I think that I think Obama tried that his first yeah. term. It didn't work out. Um, I think Biden, uh, well, do you want to get into what we think needs to happen?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Is that
1: what we want to talk about tonight yeah. because Let's
0: let's let's finish with that. That what is the way forward? Let's 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 take for the sake of argument Bi- Biden wins. Yeah. Um and then we've got the, you know, divided um Congress. Uh yeah. What then, right? Yeah, I mean, this is really simple. Um
1: and I'm and I'm going to take my bias out of this because obviously anyone that listens to this podcast knows that we're very progressive. Um but at some point, you need to look at the leaders of this party that are over 70, Feinstein, Feinstein, Schumer, Biden, all of these old people, Pelosi. That's not what is going to energize us. They have never energized me, and I'm 40 years old. Never liked any of them. you They're going to need to realize that the youth of the party and the progressives are the only way forward. It's the only thing that can combat the far right radical crazy people are what they're calling us radical left. It's the only way because what what they're calling the radical left. We're radical because we care about people. We want to take care of people. We don't want big billionaires to rule the country. We want to take their money and give it to the poor people. So the more we push that, the more it will catch on. And and these and it's just like it's like a jabari. It's like you get little singles and doubles. We we didn't get a home run, but we got some we got some people. And that army will build and and one thing we see about them is they'll walk the streets and they're relatable. And you saw the GOP spent more money than they've ever spent trying to get rid of AOC and it wasn't even close. No, no, I mean, she's J F K, right? She's J F K. She, people hate her because they're terrified of her. She's typically the smartest person in the room and uh, typically the best arguer in the room. So you have to look at, you have to just be a talent scout, right? In my business, we look at talent. And if, in sports, you look at talent. It's really simple. It's not about who I can control, it's not even about who's coachable. It's about who's going to win. And a lot of times, the craziest basketball player, or football player, it's like, this guy's, I fucking can't control this guy or this girl, but. We're gonna win a championship because they're crazy. Dennis Rodman, all these people. Um, you need to start thinking about it in those terms. It's like this is it's the, the rules have changed. This is no longer like like all of the the lines have been crossed multiple times. Um, all of the politeness, the traditions, they're gone. It is a completely new game, and the rules are not quite established. So you got to put somebody like AOC up, who when that senator called her a bitch, she destroyed him, mm-hmm. and in a most eloquent way that like inspired people. Like people cried watching that. Even the mayor Pete, who I was not a huge fan of, but Mayor Pete trolling those dudes on Fox News.
0: He's very good at that. He's
1: very good at that. I, I'm pro- he's on the start. He's in the starting five for me, and I, and he's obviously more center. But like he's a but, role that's, but that's what I'm saying is that like that's how we all have to think. It's like, do we want to keep fighting each other or do we want to go is Mayor Pete my first choice? No. But can he whoop some ass? Yeah. Do we want him on our team? Of course. No brainer. Um, and if we could pull him a little more left and maybe in time he will be forced to because, you know, he's not going to be able to run for eight years. It's not, you know, he'll be 40. No. But will it be 50, 48 at that time? What is he, 37 right now? 38? Yeah. He'll be almost 50. Hopefully he can, you know, be a little more open-minded and change a bit. But those are the future of your party. That squad, Mayor Pete's, um, the Andrew Yang type, the the people that are like thinkers, the people that are not traditionally what we think of as politicians. Um, And that's the only way forward. Otherwise we're getting a Republican in four years and and it's going to they're going to attract more people they're going to get more
0: talent so you so you're arguing really just sort of cynically here right even if you just want to win you need to tap into the the youth bench of the democratic party well you what well, that's the only,
1: what else are you what else do you want to do
0: yeah no right? i mean i, I do we think
1: want what do we want everybody to come together and hold hands and I, sing kumbaya I, it's I, not I, happening
0: i think you're right i think you're totally right in terms of that will energize people. it'll energize people to actually get out and vote. Um, and you know these these younger generation, they're just much more savvy on on 100% on you know social media social media what? and little sound bites and stuff like they're just better at it. Um, uh, so that's all true. The big problem of course, is that the super majority of the Democratic Party doesn't believe in the progressivism <laughs> I know
1: but it doesn't matter <laughs> right? as you saw in the primary when Bernie was whooping all their asses when they were divided it, they're not going to keep getting behind the candidate right because it's not going to keep working you know Kamala Harris God bless her was was pulling at three percent in the pro- Democratic McCutter primary right she she's lucky she should be kissing Biden's feet right now because she. You know, in in terms of a numbers game, she was not even close to the pick. It would have been a mayor Pete or or you know mayor Pete won Iowa, so she got she lucked out. And I think she's good for this time right now. I think she's a. I think it was a, in retrospect. I was not at the time a fan of it. I think I was wrong. I actually think she's a a good pick for Biden. Um, I think she helped, like you just said, the the powers to be and help them be more comfortable to like you know, trying to win this thing, but it's Thursday night and we're, we're in a nail biter Mm -hmm. and these were your two best picks. And like, we all thought Tuesday, like, Oh my God, we might lose. That's that. That's gonna, this is the second time that you went in thinking you're going to win all this stuff. You know, all these people, you put this money behind Jamie Harrison in in South Carolina who like seems like a nice guy, but if you heard him speak, I am Jamie Harrison. Like that's not that's not what we need. That's not the guy who's going to beat Lindsey Graham. I'm sorry, and I'm not not making fun of him. Like I, I, I I he seems like a nice guy, but he doesn't. He's he didn't to me seem like the guy that's going to unseat Lindsey fucking Graham, who's like a pioneer in the Republican Party for evil. Um, I liked the woman in um Kentucky, McGrath. I thought she was great, but like it just shows you right. Like that's a veteran who was like a good speaker and she's tough. And she's like, I had no problems with her. I liked her. She got smoked. Mm-hmm. And McConnell is like walking around and he's passing away in front of our eyes. His hands are black. <laughs> and, we're, and they're still like, McConnell. Like that's what you're up against. You're, in, you're up against a church. You're up against a literal cult where they just are in a zombie walking around. They're just Republicans and the crazy radicals and the left and welfare and they're going to take all of our and, and it's just this brainwashing that has happened because we as as Democrats are we are not as tough as they are let's just call let's just say that right we're weak we we can't we we have thin skin we're loud and we cry but the second the the guy the lincoln project and these scumbags and these george w bush wants to go on ellen and the tonight show or whatever we take them oh yeah cute little president bush look at his art these are war criminals (laughs) these are war criminals that you all worked for you stole an election they're Millions of people dead because of bogus wars. Americans dead. And we are, we're championing these people. Lincoln Project got $45 million. Because why? Because they don't like Trump. And we're like, oh yeah, Lincoln Project. There we go, Lincoln Project. These guys, they used to be Republicans. They're still Republicans, you dummies. That's the thing. It's like, we don't have that. Well, we do have it. We're just, we just have a... um archaic system where the power the the power of the Democratic Party the brain one is they're idiots they keep getting it wrong and they keep they keep uh becoming predictable. It's just predictable. We know what's gonna happen, right? Here's what's gonna happen. Biden's gonna win.
0: He's never getting through the eight years. Does anybody believe he's getting through the eight years? No, I, I don't think he, even he no. sees him. He, as he said, he's, I and mean, it's a good line to have. He sees himself as a transitional figure. I which give, is, which him, is a great line. For, I give for, him yeah. two years tops because they're gonna to have to start prepping for
1: four years from now, and you can't have him drop out. One is he's not gonna win the race in four years. He's not gonna be able to debate, and I'm not. I'm ranting a little bit, but I'm angry. I'm not saying that I'm making fun of Biden. I think Biden's a good man. I think he has made mistakes, but I think overall he's a good person and I don't have any problem with him. Um, not my first pick, not my 10th pick, but he's what we got. If, if they want to win in four years and this is without even him being president right now, but we already know in four years it's, we're not going to get a lot done, right? We didn't get the Senate. We don't have control. We can't pack the court. We can't do anything. Um, and Biden's not a good fighter, so you're going to have to get Harris out there soon because really she's running in four years from now. Yeah, so yeah, that's for sure. That's what they need to figure out is one how to get her more likable because she was polling, like I said, at three percent. They've got to convince
0: us all that she's the she's the way forward in four years from now. And I don't know how you I, do that. I don't. I don't think that'll be that hard of a sell. Um, Harris, she's, she'll be the VP and, and it, it'll be kind of expected and, you know, she's sure. a good speaker and she's strong and all the, all those things. She's, I think she'll, she'll be, she'll be fine. Um, the, the problem is she'll be fine for the wrong people, which is the sort of the centrist dominated, uh, democratic party and establishment. And that's, you know, so we were, we were both looking at that, uh, Clip from Nina Turner, who was oh, yeah. love Bernie's yeah. um, surrogates and leaders of his campaign, it was basically, you know, saying that the Democrats cannot take the progressive wing for granted, going forward, right? Um, and that's going to be their biggest problem, right? That if they're in power and they are. Are not even trying to marshal, you know, progressive legislation. Um, even though they know, even symbolically, right? That we're going to try to do this. We know Mitch McConnell is going to kill it, but we're going to try to do it. Um, if they don't do that, that is going to cause. Then that's where I see like there's a big ideological divide in right. a, in the Democratic Party. So yes, I think you're right in terms of actual raw politics. The AOCs of the world bring the energy, they'll bring turnout, they'll do all those things, but in terms of the actual party that they happen to belong to, there are a lot of people who would rather work with the Lincoln Project than with AOC, who happen to be Democrats. That's fine, and what you're going to
1: get in four years is you're going to get a great Republican candidate, some little white boy, loud mouth, angry Tom Cotton is being Tom Cotton Yeah, Uh, I mean the list goes on you're going to get one of these people and then all the fifteen percent that that did Obama twice and Trump, they're going to go back because they're not going to be happy with Biden because nothing's going to get done because you got to pick something. You can't you can't be Wall Street friendly and and pro uh, Medicare Medicare for all. You got to pick a side. You're either yeah. got to we either got to go left or go back right. And go be go be Clinton Democrats, and go call call your Wall Street buddies and have them open up businesses in Texas and tur- flip Texas, and then we just keep going and nothing gets better. But uh, that's going to run out too because people are the wealth gap in this country is getting disgustingly out of proportion, and it's going to come to a it's going to come to a halt at some point. People are going to stop stop taking it, man. I'm telling you,
0: when when Jeff Bezos owns everything <laughs> yeah <laughs> when he, I mean when he owns the pants in your drawer that's the thing is like you're having these
1: little sociopath sociopathic crazy people who are taking down ads who are censoring ads. Not that they shouldn't, but that's a frightening amount of power to have. That's how much power they have is that they can take down a tax on Hunter Biden which may be bogus. I don't it's not I don't care if they're bogus. But like that's a lot of power. That feels slightly unsafe to me. And we see it on on social media. I mean, it they need to break these companies up. Do something.
0: Yeah. So, okay. All right. So, going forward, that's my uh, big the, ranty party yeah, rant. for the no, Democrats. No, no, that's, that's, but that's I'm a, just a, angry a because rant. it's
1: like I'm. I, I, everybody's texting me like, uh I can't believe this is this close." And blah blah. blah. It's like, how? Why why why, why? 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 Are you really inspired by Joe Biden? Did you? Re- were we inspired? No. You know what inspired people is hatred for Trump, and that's only going to get us so far. That'll that'll have people show up. But I'm telling you, if you don't have prison reform, if you don't let all these black men sitting in prison for for small amounts of drug possession, if you don't overturn all of their felony charges, if you don't free them well guess what? Black people are going to stop showing up in four years you got four years to like literally free any black man or any minority that's sitting in prison for marijuana you got four years, you can do that, free them, let them out Start doing like do that one thing and then guess what? Now you've got the minorities back in full force. Now you've actually done something and who better to do it than Biden, mastermind of the crime bill. If he does that, that one thing, let's let's say their their thing for the next four years is overturn all these, give of all these felonies now that all the white people are becoming billionaires off of, you know, jerseys flipping now. Jersey mm-hmm. weed's legal there and yep. every drug in the world, you can go shoot up heroin in Oregon, whatever you want. Um, now that everyone's addicted to opioids, let's let them. let's like, you know, I've, I've got buddies, man, who spent 10 years in prison. And I'm like, what'd you do? They're like I had like five pounds of weed, 10 years. That's Can't crazy. vote. Um, yep. And they're, they're black men who did not vote for Biden. And they say, I'm a product of that crime bill. So like, this is the one, this is what you could do. F- free
0: all those people. And gain more votes. <laughs> really simple. And and the new Jim Crow. All right. So I could I could see that. I could see that. I
1: mean, these are like little things that I think, yeah. you know, yeah. I don't expect college and med and, and healthcare is gonna be free in four years from now. That's not happening. Yeah. Yeah. But you could do that. I mean, I think we're all becoming a little more liberal to drugs. I, and I th- that's I a good th- thing.
0: I think what could be done and 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 this is the thing, is that both sides of the Democratic Party could win in this in this way the the people who don't really want it right the Nancy Pelosi's of the world and so on could still try to shepherd you know various ultra progressive bills knowing it's going to die once it hits Mitch McConnell's um, desk yes the progressive left will be happy with that because it'll show that the establishment is Mm -hmm. taking them seriously Mm -hmm. Um, and they know they know that what the political situation is they know it's not going to happen but symbolically it matters and the fact that they've gone through those bills eventually can be built upon to make it a real thing right (laughs) that eventually well we made this bill before now we're going to do it again and guess what now we have the senate now um now maybe that progressive bill will have to pass right so Mm -hmm. that 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 doing those small sort of gestures could pay off down the line because you could then say well this is part of the sort of the the movement of the Democratic Party and look lo and behold, you know we tried to do it, but it was just Mitch McConnell's fault right you know so yep and and it, it actually al- also provides political cover for the centrists who say, look we tried you know totally. uh, so it, it, it could actually be good for everybody involved. yeah um, okay
1: okay. And All then right. for the Republicans, let's just give them a quick one.
0: Uh, I don't know. Jump off a bridge. Yeah, I, I was literally about to say, jump like, just bridge. go jump off a cliff? Like, I, I
1: really... That's the last piece of advice we'll give you, yeah, you scumbags, I mean, you racist God. scumbags. Indefensible. Uh, the, yeah. the, like, here we go. Montana, 56% Trump. North Dakota, yeah. 65 Really, North Dakota? South Dakota, 61%. Hey, did that
0: Greg Gianforti get reelected Wyoming, in Montana?
1: Wyoming, 70%. Really, Wyoming? You're, the five of you that live
0: there? Do you know H- do you know the answer to that, Tony? No, I do not. Do you know who that guy is? Yes, but I Louisiana, where he, I live.
1: Really? 58%? Well, Trust me. I've been Louisiana. driving around the state that I live here. It's not that
0: nice. Yeah. Outside um, of where I live. Yeah, Gianforti did get reelected. He is the Republican Senator who was, you know, elected I think in 2014 maybe, um, who, or maybe it was 2016, a special election or something, who, who said he wanted to make, um, Montana traditional again, and he, and he named all these things, including make it white again. Um oh and then when he was asked a question that he didn't like by a Guardian reporter, he body slammed him and was arrested. Oh yes, I and remember apologize and, and almost got a yes. felony. Yes. Um and had to literally do <laughs> do community service before getting sworn in as a I goddamn senator. That. <laughs> he got reelected.
1: I totally remember that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So this is that's the Republican Party for yeah. God's sake. I, I well, I, and it's witch's face from Ohio, the guy
1: that was like covering up sex abuse in Ohio and what the right. Hell Jim, right, whatever his face is, that yep. loser, yep, loudmouth.
0: Yeah, I, I I don't want to talk about them. Um, all right, so yeah, let's let's leave it at that. I mean, it's a weird time, man. Yeah, it's weird. But it's weird. Look, I have all these ambivalent feelings. On the one hand, I'm happy. On the other hand, I'm like, eh.
1: Well, we we should all be happy that Trump's gone. Yes. And that's a huge... I mean, look, things are bad, but they could be... Oh, my God. We're not in a war, right? We all thought when he took office, nukes were going to get dropped. (laughs) That didn't happen. We didn't invade anywhere new. That's nice. Can't say Mm -hmm. that for the last couple of Republican presidents. Mm Mm-hmm. We're Democrats. We're Democrats. Um, most of his sexual abuse came before he was in the White House, <laughs> unlike most of our presidents. I'm sure more will be released. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I'm just saying it's bad, but it's not that bad, right? Like, we're we're babies. America, we're young. We're little kids here. This country is a tiny little kid in terms of the world. We're 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 young, um, and Trump could have, if he would have won. I I don't know what these next four years look like, right? What do they look like? They're ugly. They're bad. I mean, it's like police are way more out of control. Um, militias are popping up more. I think we dodged a major bullet here. So we should all wait until... Georgia, North Carolina, Arizona, Nevada, Pennsylvania are called. By the way, right now in Georgia, it's forty nine point four for Trump and forty nine point four for Biden. It is a tie. Um Wow. Trump is up by a thousand votes in Georgia. That's insane. Mm-hmm. Georgia. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And let me tell you, that's not because white people came out to vote. Yeah. You're welcome. This is the the groundwork that Stacey Abrams laid.
1: 100%. And that awesome mayor in Atlanta, forget about it. But, you know, we got really lucky. And who knows how long this is going to take. So, yeah, we should all be prepared to, like, and by the way, we shouldn't be popping the champagne and putting in anybody's faces. Let's not be like them. And I'm, you know me, I don't, I'm not a, they go low, we go high. I love going low. I, it's like I'm trained. That's how I grew up. But they're just not worth it, right? I go low when like I really, like I never really cared about you. I don't, I'm not, I'm not happy. I'm like, I'm sad that you're still around, That I still have to deal with you. Um. And honestly, like that's all you, that's all you get is like nothing. Goodbye. Yeah. We, 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 you know, I, trust me, I stopped myself. I wanted to do lots of posts. I wanted to like, a lot talk of shit. Wanted yeah. to stop myself, erased a couple because I was like, I don't want to be them. I don't want to be them. That's what makes me sick about them. Um, and we shouldn't do that. We should realize that we're really, really lucky. Um, and we got a lot of work to do, all of us. All right. I think that's a good place to leave it. And none of you are going home for Thanksgiving, so
0: stop thinking about <laughs> probably it. Probably not Christmas either. Yeah, and, and you're uh, probably
1: not going for Christmas, guys. Like, just b- buckle up. Big deal. Eat your, eat your <laughs> shitty turkey at home. Who cares? <laughs> Zoom, with your, Zoom with your parents.
0: Right? Stop super spreading. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so we, we're going to have a, a good guest coming up in, in, in a week or so. Uh, Is that our socialist France. buddy from France? From France. Yeah, an economist from France uh who's written a book on the economics of climate change. So, it's going to be very interesting and yeah, I mean, I'm I'm it's it's a he's got a, it's a provocative argument, so, so. Great. Tune in tune in for that one.
1: All right. Well, it's good seeing you. I'm glad that you uh got to wake up and not have trump for four more years i'm I'm happy for you
0: yeah i don't think think you would have made it
1: (laughs) (laughs) a shout out to all our great guests that came on leading up to this we had some really good guests unfortunately you know we can't do it in person and it doesn't always sound great but there's some good knowledge in there um and hopefully we can get back to just like regular guests not people prepping us for the end of the world yeah exactly cool man no Politics at the Dinner Table is produced by our very own Albert and uh, check us out on all the stupid Mark Zuckerberg sites <laughs> and uh, they are all his aren't they? yeah they're all his <laughs> and uh, you and have, our own website yeah we tell do people have about website. us you know we we're, 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 this is our. This is a socialist podcast. We lose money doing this for you, idiots. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Uh, if you
0: like the podcast, by the way, um, do two things for us: uh, go on 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 Apple Podcasts, give us give us like a a review, um, and make sure you subscribe. Mm. Right. So that's that's that that'll 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 make more people notice us. So yeah, subscribe. Do it, jerks. Do it.
1: All um, right, man. See you next week. See you next week.